Hi, Brave Girls. This is our short and sweet all about the second part of relational aggression. We're going to explore the different categories and some examples. I think that can be very helpful for you to see. Is this something that I have experienced? Is it something going on in my school? Is it something that maybe at times I am using to help me deal with my uncomfortable feelings? There is a quiz. So if you are watching this or listening to this, there will be a link for you to access the quiz. I think this would be very helpful for you to take. And do not worry if at times you use relational aggression. We are learning. I did use relational aggression, especially with one of my friends, Celia. We had been friends from preschool all the way through seventh grade. After seventh grade, we both moved. We're still friends, but I definitely used relational aggression. So when I was angry at Celia and I didn't know how to deal with those angry feelings. If you have used relational aggression, this does not mean that you are a bad person, but it's an opportunity for you to learn different ways to cope and manage those intense feelings. So let's get started. Relational aggression is a term used to describe non-physical aggression towards another with the purpose of bringing down their reputation, their social status, or their connection to friends. There is often the purpose of heightening one's own social status. Let's refresh our memory on what are unhealthy relationships. They cause hurt. They damage your self-esteem. They are exclusive. They don't welcome other people in. Unhealthy relationships build alliances against someone. They leave you feeling perhaps lonely or insecure. And unhealthy relationships also prompt you to consider doing things that don't seem right. Another one that was suggested to be added in by one of our Brave Tribe girls is how unhealthy relationships often leave you feeling exhausted or drained after spending time with that person. Healthy relationships, on the other hand, are supportive. They make you feel good about yourself. They provide a sense of belonging. They boost your confidence. They're nurturing. Healthy relationships support teamwork. They are inclusive. They welcome people in. They want to meet new people. Healthy relationships can be based on shared interests. There are five categories, and I'm going to share examples of each to help you become aware and able to identify the things you might experience or the things you might see. We see exclusion, rumors and gossip, verbal aggression, building alliances, and cyberbullying. Let's start first with exclusion. A lot of you have shared that you've experienced. So here are some examples. Not inviting someone and letting everyone know that they're not invited, talking about an event or a party that someone wasn't invited to in front of that person, forming a clique, a very exclusive group that does not welcome others, walking away from a conversation like you've lost interest, turning your back on someone just as they approach to come up and talk to people, physically boxing someone out of the conversation, not allowing them to come into the circle, Suddenly not acknowledging a friend and not telling them why. Saving seats so that peers have to leave. Using clothes to distinguish one group and exclude others. Is this something that you have experienced? Is it something that you see happening? Are some of these ones that you have done? Looking at these examples is an opportunity to become more aware of the different behaviors 
that are happening around us and different behaviors that maybe we're using and how they could be impacting others. Next, let's look at rumors and gossip. Spreading rumors, gossip, or sharing confidential information. Spreading lies to get even with someone that you are mad at. Getting someone to tell you their secrets so that you can pass them on to others. Saying, oh, tell, as an invitation to tell everyone. Using gossip to elevate your status. Organizing perhaps like a three-way phone call or sharing private talks as a way of gossiping or tricking someone into divulging personal information. Here are some examples of verbal aggression, pretending to compliment someone you don't like, calling attention to differences in size, clothes, accomplishments, being nice to someone as a joke, teasing someone about their clothes, their looks, or their athletic ability, sharing secrets suddenly in class, gay bashing someone in any type of form, the use of sarcasm, that one can really hurt. Telling all your friends something negative about a friend, yet still pretending to be friends to that person's face. Using insider information to make someone look like a loser or to embarrass them, making innuendos, pretending to tease someone when you're not, saying, just kidding. Next, let's take a look at building alliances, making friends choose sides in a fight, requiring friends to drop other friends in order to be included in your group, spreading gossip as a means of being accepted into another alliance or group, getting others to agree with you and act against someone else behind their back, using lies and confidential information to get others mad at someone or to stop liking someone. And finally, cyberbullying falls under relational aggression. Here are some examples. Using social media, text groups or emails or IMs to spread rumors or say hurtful things. Sending anonymous texts or comments on social media as a way to spread rumors. Cutting and pasting parts of texts and sending them to other people. Making videos, posts, or comments for others to see. Cyber stalking someone by following all of their accounts, upsetting a friend by telling him or her that someone has posted a hurtful message online and doing this in a way to be mean and unkind, forwarding a confidential text or email to someone else, posting pictures on the internet to embarrass someone, creating a website, an online account, creating videos and posting rumors, photos, or information in order to hurt someone. On Sunday, we also took a look at the relational aggression quiz. And this has 12 questions and it's going to help you discover, have you experienced relational aggression? Is there a relational aggression occurring at your school? And have you used relational aggression to have your needs met? Do not worry if you have used relational aggression. This is a judgment-free zone. We will learn healthy strategies for dealing with our feelings and stepping out of the need to use relational aggression. After you take the relational aggression quiz, if you realize that at times you use relational aggression with friends, you've already taken the first step. Because the first step is identifying that you are doing it or this is something that you have fallen into at times. So awareness is key. The second step for you 
is to uncover how relational aggression is meeting your needs. How does it sometimes benefit you? When we can uncover the needs that you're trying to have met by using this, we can look at how you can meet those needs in other more healthy and productive ways. If you are experiencing relational aggression, the first thing I want you to know is you are not alone if this is happening to you. It has so much more to do with the other person than you. And even though this happens often, it is not okay and you shouldn't have to experience it. When we're being hurt by others, sometimes we want them to feel the pain that we are experiencing. I really want to caution you to not use relational aggression as a tool to get back at others. If this is happening in your school, I want you to find your support team. Who are the people that you can go to? I want you to find the supportive adults in your building. It might be a very kind and caring teacher, a school counselor. There are caring adults in your school that want to help and support you. Spend time with other girls and boys that don't use relational aggression. Make sure that you're building your friendship baskets and that you're not relying just on the people at school to fill your social needs. It's also important to share this with your parents. Sometimes when we're experiencing relational aggression, we think that there's something wrong with us, that there's something defective or a reason why people are hurting us. And sometimes there's some shame that goes along with that. But remember, this is not about you. And when we can share what we're experiencing with those that truly love and support us, you can brainstorm ideas on how to handle this. Find an outlet that helps you feel good about yourself. I know experiencing relational aggression is so hurtful and damaging to our self-esteem and our self-confidence. Do not take this personally. You matter, you are strong, you're smart, and you are brave. And I'm so glad that you're here in the Brave Girl Tribe. If you are experiencing this, you are not alone, sweet friend. So please let us know so that we can support you and encourage you. Next week, we're talking all about different scenarios and examples of relational aggression. If you have an example from your own life, please bring it because we will be talking through those situations and finding ways and healthy strategies to deal with them. Sweet friends, continue to live life bravely, and I can't wait to see you on our next call.